I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Dot com. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay welcome to today's edition of the clay travis and buck sexton show podcast welcome in tuesday edition clay travis buck sexton show appreciate all of you hanging out with us a lot to dive into throughout the course of today's program in about an hour we're going to be joined by alex berenson i think you guys will enjoy that as we talk about the latest covid data Today is the 80th anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor. Buck and I will discuss that a bit as we are both history nerds, and uh, it is an amazing and captivating story 80 years to the day since that happened, almost 80 years to the hour, I believe, uh, as we uh, as we move across this show we're also going to talk about a swimmer that we touched on a little bit on Friday at the University of Pennsylvania who, after three years swimming as a man for the Ivy League team there at Pennsylvania, has now decided to swim as a woman and over the weekend won the 500 race by nearly 15 seconds, which is an unbelievable story when it comes to Really, the future of women's athletics, if biological men can just decide to become women and compete against women. We'll talk about that uh, and more. But right off the top, some good news. The Omicron fear seems to be subsiding. I like to look a lot of times to the stock market, which is surging back to essentially where it was before. And the idea that this was going to be some sort of debilitating variant coming out of South Africa as it spread around the world does not appear to be holding up with much substance. There is a good story that Buck and I will get into about exactly how transmissible it is that one person could potentially give it to 120 people and that all of them would have mostly a mild version of COVID. We will discuss potentially a mutation has actually worked in favor. But right off the top here, I want to have a discussion with Buck about this. The data continues to come in. 
and at this point I think is virtually unassailable, that if you are unvaccinated, you have virtually the same risk of spreading COVID as someone who is vaccinated. And I was thinking about this a lot after we talked yesterday, Buck, to start all the new insane restrictions that are being put in place in New York City. How is it that we aren't having a real discussion? And I start off the show today because I know a lot of people out there listen to this show, as Rush used to say, as show prep for much of their own shows. How is it that we're not having a discussion about the fact that at this point in time, and frankly for the last six months or so, Everyone who is unvaccinated is making a calculated decision to be unvaccinated. And now that we know a lot of the criticism of the unvaccinated has been, oh, my goodness, you're going to make me sicker. You're going to get me sick because the vaccinated people haven't trusted their vaccines. But but now that we know that when you get vaccinated, you have a less severe case of covid if you get it from hospitalization or death related issues but you're no more likely necessarily to spread covid than someone who is not why don't we just allow people to take their own risk and move on and go to 100 percent normalcy in this country this is a mirror image of what we've seen in the mask debate actually where it starts out and when people have their questions about it and remember the early days of masking even fauci said in email, we all know, we remember, masks don't really do anything to stop pandemic yes. spread. And then when the Democrat Party and the anti-Trump momentum and everything demanded masking as a one, an anxiety napkin for people, maybe it does something. All these health professionals come forward who say it's great. And the health professionals who say, actually, we know that it doesn't really do very much, if anything. Cloth masks, we're talking about not N95, yes. properly fitted and worn 100 percent of the time you're exposed. That's a different thing. Um, Fauci said that he lied to protect supply. So Fauci is an admitted liar. Put that aside for a second. Beyond that, on, on a public policy issue, not on a what he had for breakfast issue. Beyond that, Clay, they told us uh, in the summer of 2020 that masking would probably reduce caseload by, you know, 60 percent. They led us to believe that the places that had mask mandates would see enormous and precipitous declines of yes. caseload. And it would be so clear. And all the stupid mask questioners would look so, so dumb. And then that didn't happen. So then what did they do? Then all of a sudden, it changed from masking. The CDC chief, Redfield, you remember this guy? Another bureaucrat said masking. This is what he said. He did have to walk it back. But he said it to Congress. Masking might even be a more effective tool at stopping the virus than the vaccine, which was crazy. Yes. I mean, everyone who heard that yes. said, this guy's out of it. He did walk that back. But how could he say something so dumb? What I'm getting to here is then it was, well, maybe it does something, Clay, and something is better than nothing. Why don't you want to do something? Why don't you want to protect grandparents? You must want grandparents to die. This is what they did with masks, and it's now what they're doing with vaccine mandates, too. They dramatically move the goalposts. They look at us like we're the crazy ones who say, hold on, you were wrong and you're changing the game. You're changing the rules once again. And what their response is, is anything that we can do is valid and necessary, even if it saves. You know how they say about gun control, Clay? If it saves just one life, we have now been reduced by Fauciism to millions of people who think if it stops just one case one time, Maybe it's worth it. They have completely lost all sense of proportion and risk analysis. That's where we are.
It is so well said. And remember Joe Biden, when he took office in January, to go back to your masking point, said if everybody would just wear masks for 100 days, COVID would be over. That's what Joe Biden said in January. It's almost a year since Joe Biden took office, and that hasn't been reflected at all in the data. But to me, this is an important talking point that needs to be spread far and wide. If you are choosing to be unvaccinated, you are almost exclusively a risk to yourself. And I haven't heard hardly anyone making this argument. And I think it's a good one for people out there listening to us right now. Look, again, I want to reiterate because inevitably people write articles about what we say on the show. The data reflects that if you are a senior citizen, if you are over 65 years old, you should get the vaccine. You should get boosted. You should do everything that you can for your health. Buck and I continue to say this for our own parents who are over 65. Senior citizens are under massively higher risk from COVID than younger people are. But if you are deciding, and by the way, 99% of senior citizens have gotten at least one shot so far, which is an incredible public health success story that almost no one talks about. But if you are deciding at this point that you will not get the COVID vaccine, that is a choice that you are making, and it is primarily a risk that you yourself are bearing exclusively, not that you are foisting upon others, because even if you get the COVID vaccine, data now reflects that you get and spread COVID at roughly the same rate as the unvaccinated. So, so they, you don't have the same severe risk, but you have the spread the same. They will not allow that to be a conclusion that is widely shared. They'll certainly debate that the apparatus of the Fauciites, whatever you want to call it, they will they will fight this tooth and nail right now. And they'll think even if the data does reflect what you're saying, because the whole the whole mission has now turned into booster Isaac, everybody. Right. You got to get boosted. That's right. Which is why Bill de Blasio is walking around acting like he's some kind of big hero for the most restrictive measures of any place in the entire country in the next two weeks. And people are pointing out there was no clay. There was no notice. For this, there was no preparation for this. Well, think about the problem he's making for the new mayor who's got to walk in here and immediately decide, do I rescind this or do I enforce this? I got to tell you, everyone I talked to in New York, who's in New York politics, is saying, don't expect Eric Adams to be some kind of, you know, uh, guy who's all about individual choice and freedom on this issue. He may go along with some, not all of it. The private sector mandates the one that's it's probably the most. It's not probably the most. Yeah, but remember, they don't care, right? The, the, we, we are When it comes to COVID, the libs have openly embraced a post-constitutional operating procedure. They don't care that the CDC deciding whether you can rent out your property, whether you can you know kick somebody out of your rental property or not, is under their purview. They just say, we're going to do it, right? I mean, th- this is yes. now what we're dealing with. And the moment you say, hold on, that's not within your authority. We have the Constitution, the separation of powers, so that we can be clear, even in moments of duress, what the limitations on state uh, authority may be, federal, you know, big state, S state authority. Um, that's a situation that I think we're going to have to fight against. They want to get their way when they get it, and they assume the courts. By the way, the courts in New York have basically upheld vaccine mandates so far in restaurants. So there were all these lawsuits we lost. You know, people would say, oh, we're going to take it to court. Guess who runs a lot of the, you know, guess who the judges are in a lot of the courts in the blue states, even at the federal circuit level, thanks to Obama and, you know, other presidents. Bunch of libs, bunch of activists. 
Do you agree with me, though, that if we, and I think our show can be powerful in this because a lot of people will follow our lead, if we can shift the paradigm in some way, not we're not going to shift it for the, the, the far left wing, don't care to your point about constitutionality at all, but if we can shift the conversation from you are a risk to me, which is the way most in the media are covering anybody who is unvaccinated and soon anybody who is unboostered, to you are a risk to yourself, that changes everything because what they've tried to do is argue that the unvaccinated are a threat to the larger universe. It isn't reflected that that's true so, based on the data. So this is where I can give you, you're bringing to everyone now rational view surrounded yes. by people who are also open to rational view. Let me take you into the dark, uh, the deep, dark underbelly of blue state America for a second, Clay. Their argument, even if they will concede what you're saying now, which they will not, certainly not in the weeks ahead, they're going to say, oh, no, the data, it's not clear. It needs more study. They'll do the Fauci dance, right? It's always, we same never thing know. They with masks. You know, the, the same thing they do with natural immunity. Oh, we don't know how long it lasts. They don't know how long the vaccine lasts. <laughs> I know. But, I know. But anyway, yes. but, but, but they're going to say, and this is why I started talking about, I went to that preamble about masks, also because I love taking shots at how Fauci's a liar and we all know it, but put that aside. Um, they basically now tell you that even if masking reduces 5% of spread, worth it. And what they're going to say now is even if vaccination, I mean, you know, they still believe, by the way, that it's breakthrough cases are rare. I mean, this is this is the official line. And we got to look at the data and really crunch it to actually come up with some numbers here. Um, but even if it were clay 5% reduction from uh, vaccination, they would say worth it. Get your shot or else. That's what that's what blue state America has turned into, unfortunately. That is unfortunate. I, I do think there's some truth to it, but I am intrigued whether we could make that the argument, whether we can start to say uh, whether you're vaccinated or not is primarily a risk to yourself individually. I think it starts to shift some of the conversation. I really do. Next couple of weeks, by the way, it can be messy for markets. Another variant of the COVID is making a mess. If you've been following the stock market, at least it started to come back a little bit. Inflation, still a mess out there. A lot of you are being impacted by that, whether you see it or not. And I know most of you see it in the form of interest rates, how you pay for things, what price you pay. Meaning right now is a good time to look at your mortgage, which is the biggest investment most of us will make in our lives, buying a home. While rates are at historic lows, how about locking an incredible rate in right now? American financing can save you up to 12 thousand dollars a year they can also at this end of the year help you skip as many as two mortgage payments think about what an extra twelve thousand dollars in your pocket at the end of the year could mean a thousand dollars a month saved plus a couple of skipped mortgage payments but you have gone to american financing yourself and taken out a mortgage with them everybody listening to us right now who has a mortgage and wants to save money they should look into american financing it's a seamless process folks they make it so easy the customer service is amazing call american financing right now 800-777-8109 that's 800-777-8109 or visit americanfinancing.net American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumeraccess.org. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, 
diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. We've talked to business leaders for months about the reality of the Delta variant and the whole reality of COVID. You know what they tell us? One, when the government acts, it makes it easier for them to act. They like to see the government lead the way. We did that with our own public employees, our own public schools. We proved it works. And then what we also heard from business leaders is whatever you do, don't let us go back to shutdown. Don't let us go backwards. This is a preemptive strike. This is to get ahead of something that's now threatening us in a new way. You had the winter weather. You had the holiday gatherings. Now Omicron. I mean, we're getting a lot of warnings here. We better be aggressive. Even talking about shutdowns should be considered completely insane at this point. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. So that's the mayor of New York City for whom I cannot find enough pejoratives and for whom the colorful language that I would use in discussions with Clay off air, unfortunately, cannot be shared on the radio when describing 
Bill de Blasio as the absolute worst mayor, maybe maybe among the worst politicians in America, too, in terms of decision making and, and what he has done to my once great and proud city and hometown of New York. And and here's here's what I have to say. First of all, the notion that it worked is amazing, considering that we have to do other things right now after the mandate went into effect in New York in August because it wasn't good enough. So to say that it worked is a, is delusional because clearly it didn't work. What he's really talking about is a rolling process of dealing with this forever. But Clay, to the to more to the point here, he's essentially saying, you know, nice business he got there. Be a shame if something happens to him. So, of course, businesses are going to be like, well, I guess we have to go along with this. You're going to shut us down. Never, never mind the the problems of in, of enforcing this if the business community in new york doesn't go along now look i know he may be gone in a few weeks but he's he's lobbed this political hand grenade on his way out the door on purpose to cause all kinds of strife and problems if if we have a situation where you're going to shut businesses down again new york won't recover for a decade i mean no, no one's going to set up a business here no one's going to want to be here and for what clay what are they doing not only people who live in New York, who I feel poorly for, and frankly, I would have bailed a long time ago based on how this last year and a half has gone, but also for people who come to New York. And I don't under think that de Blasio understands how many millions of people around the country and around the world make decisions about where to go on vacation. Buck, the number of people that are traveling to New York City has been unbelievably low. And the direct number of jobs that are connected to tourism, even for a place like New York City, is massive beyond belief. And then when you factor in all of the money that comes from people staying in hotels, the hotel taxes that are basically enforced on tourists, we're talking about de Blasio in conjunction with the failure of people to visit and running away, so many high-income New Yorkers who have options to live in other parts of the country or, frankly, anywhere around the world, this is a destructive generational generational issue that Eric Adams, if he's smart, will immediately rescind when he comes into office. I don't know if he'll be willing to do it, but that would be a monumental step that he could take to just say de Blasio's rules are out the window. We're so we're so beaten down that if Eric Adams comes in and is willing to say cops aren't the problem when it comes to crime in this city and having the strictest lockdown in the Western world is not a good idea for New York City right now, people are going to act like he's the messiah. So that's how beaten down New Yorkers feel right now. Which is at least a good spot for Eric Adams to find himself in. And you could find yourself in a great spot by saving a ton of money on your cell phone bill. You can switch from Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile to Pure Talk Cellular. You'll save substantial money every month. Keep the same quality of cell phone service. Pure Talk Cellular, used and relied on by more people in this audience than ever, ever before. Every one of them getting the same nationwide 5G service you'd expect from a leading cell phone carrier. And right now, $30 a month price tag for unlimited talk, text, 6 gigs of data. If you want unlimited data, they've got a great cost savings plan for that, too. Plus, 
You can get an iPhone 12 right now for just $479. That is an incredible deal for the holidays. My eighth grader is on Pure Talk Wireless. He absolutely loves it. You can join him. All you have to do is grab your cell phones, dial pound 250, say Pure Talk. You can save an additional 50% off your first month, plus save on a new phone. That's pound 250. Say Pure Talk. Do it today. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Hanging out with all of you. Appreciate you guys as we roll through Tuesday edition of the program. We talked about the COVID madness that continues to descend upon our cities across our country. One of the other wild things that's going on right now is an attempt to use COVID as a justification for why the overall crime rate is skyrocketing all over the country. 2020, we discussed with you, FBI data showed nearly a 30% increase in the overall number of murders, which was the largest increase on record. Things so far in many cities are not getting better. It's likely that we are going to see an overall increase from that massive increase in 2020 in 2021 as well, meaning that things are not going to have gotten better in many of the places across the country. Why could that be occurring? And what is the overall impact on so many of you all over this country? Well, this is interesting. Uh, Beverly Hills Police Chief Mark Stainbrook is willing to actually speak out. Of course, Beverly Hills, a part of Los Angeles, where we have seen overall in the city of Los Angeles, massive increases in crime all over California. And he says, uh, the police chief there does, does that the reason why crime is surging is because California voters have been sold a bill of goods when it comes to criminal justice reform. The California voters were sold this bill of goods that uh, these laws would reduce the criminal population in jails, but the money that was saved would be used for job placement, drug and alcohol treatment, uh, mental illness, housing, those sorts of things. And we just haven't right. seen that those services on the back end to reduce crime. Even if that were a good plan, Clay, over the long term, which is highly debatable, the notion that you should allow for what we've seen, which is the loosening of the enforcement of the law and the undermining of police simultaneously And that that wouldn't result in people suffering now. You can talk about better services and outreach and, you know, all those things. And that's all well and good. By the way, that's already going on at stunning levels in places like New York, Los Angeles, where there's a, you know, massive, uh, you know, social welfare and services state and operation, a bureaucracy. That's, by the way, highly inefficient and not very good at a job. But there's already all kinds of stuff going on with regard to that. But in the meantime, people get their homes broken into, get their stuff stolen, and get clubbed over the head in New York City here when they're on the way to the subway. I mean, you know, crime, all, you know, the crime that matters to you is the crime that's local, right? So I, I just want to make sure that we always keep in mind this is true of basically every major city across the country and most medium-sized cities. If you look at, at places uh, across the country, I, I've mentioned Wichita and Lansing because I, I crunched the numbers on those. There are others, though, that are, you know, in the... Less than less than uh, half a million range, a couple of hundred thousand where they've still had big increases in crime. Portland, a city of six hundred thousand, a thousand shootings in the last year. Right. So, Clay, what we have, though, is a Democrat Party that is in denial about this, because what are they going to say? 
right? How are, what, they, they pushed all this stuff like they had the panacea. Undermine cops, more social services, less crime, everybody's happier. More social justice. What we've gotten is old ladies being clubbed on the head on the way to the store. Those guys being let out the same day because no cash bail. People being... Uh, either not prosecuted for felonies or very lightly prosecuted for felonies because social justice is going to be better. This is madness. AOC said just last week, this was the quote, folks. We have to talk about specifics, for example, because we're actually seeing a lot of these allegations of organized retail theft are actually not panning out. This was the interview last week. I believe it's a Walgreens in California cited it, but the data didn't back it up. I mean, this woman's living on another planet. She's not even living in another country. She's living on another planet. This is insane. Being concerned with the punishment of criminals being too strong is a luxury of low crime. And I hate to sound like Matthew McConaughey in uh, True Detective, but time is a flat circle. What ends up happening over and over again is we go through the same cycles in this country. People get convinced that police have too much power and there's a couple of viral videos that go out and it becomes anecdotal evidence to support an indictment of police everywhere in the wake of George Floyd. And the overall result is so eminently predictable. Crime skyrockets. The people that are ostensibly being protested for are the ones who bear the brunt of the crime because make no mistake about it. Black Lives Matter, in an unbelievable irony, leads to the more active Black Lives Matter protests are, the more black people who die. That happens almost every single city. If you look at the data, the more active protests are, the less police are able to do their job, the media disappears, and the murder rate skyrockets for those who are left behind in those cities. And so, this is eminently predictable It's why in 2022 we need to see a massive outreach of Republican voters to repudiate, defund the police, and to let police do their jobs again and put violent criminals back behind the bars. I mean, to me, even though people want to pretend it didn't happen, Waukesha is a perfect example of this, Buck. You had a guy who never should have been on the streets at all. Daryl Brooks uh, was a violent, hardened criminal who was allowed out with a limited bail and then, what we believe, committed racially charged murders in Waukesha and the media wants to pretend it didn't happen because the media directly has blood on its hands with what happened there, but so do the DAs who are not enforcing the law and are allowing violent criminals. You see this all the time, Buck. How often do you see, whenever uh, one of these incidents happens, the person who does it almost never has any kind of clean rap sheet, right? They have been in in and out of prison for years, violent crime after violent crime. They had no business being out. This is happening all over our country, whether it's Milwaukee, whether it's Phoenix, whether it's Houston, uh, whether it's New York City, Atlanta, you name the place, it's happening everywhere. Clay, there was just a horrific fatal stabbing in New York of a PhD student. There actually were two stabbings, one Columbia fatal, the PhD, other... right? I'm sorry? A Columbia PhD yes. student, right? Yeah, the Columbia PhD student um, who was stabbed to death. And unsurprisingly, the guy who stabbed him to death had already been arrested 11 times. 
Now, I, I understand that the story that we're supposed to believe here from the criminal justice reformers out there on the left, the, the Soros thinking social justice progressive prosecutor types or whether the prosecutors are just individuals, but that that same mentality is Oh, my gosh, some guy got caught for the third time stealing a pair of socks and he's going to prison forever for it. And that shouldn't happen. Now, by the way, that shouldn't happen. But what also shouldn't happen is you change laws that aren't really going to stop that, but will result in people who have multiple felony convictions, arrests. I mean, once you've been arrested 10, 11, 15, 20 in the case of a guy who hit an old lady here on the street some months ago, but it went viral because there was video of it, literally just, just clocked an old lady in the head walking past her, broad daylight, an elderly woman. The guy had been arrested a hundred times, okay? So at what point do the libs have to accept that when someone's been arrested 15 times, 50 times, 100 times, it's not because the system is so unfair to them, at least the criminal justice system. If anything, it's too permissive. And there are people that need to be taken off the street for the safety of those around them. Notice with COVID, you know, you're a threat to other people if you breathe. But with violent felons, it's, hey, come on, let's not be too harsh. Let's not get crazy. You know, this guy doesn't need to go to prison. He only, you know, uh, hit his fifth old lady over the head with a hammer. Maybe if we give him, you know, some more social services, he'll stop hitting old ladies with hammers. The irony here also, Buck, is that maybe the only thing Joe Biden's almost gotten right in his entire career, 1994 crime crime bill, which he now has repeated. I know. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> the one thing. And I the will one say thing he may have gotten right. There were Republicans at the time, just out of like sheer hatred of Biden, were saying, oh, he even turned his. And I'm like, no, no, guys, but that was that was actually good. <laughs> that was actually it's one of the only things was, he's gotten that right. That was actually a good thing. And now we should be hitting him for abandoning the one good thing that he did. But anyway, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Everyone's saying, I mean, you know, we've got. You just go down the list, right? New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Phoenix, Minneapolis, all these cities, Claire, people listening across the country, Houston. Uh, shootings way up, crime way up. What the heck is going on? Democrats. That's what's going on, folks. They're in charge. We're all about pets on this program. Yours, ours, we love them. We want our pets to be healthy and well-fed. One way to make sure that's happening is to give them the benefits of a healthy food supplement. It's called Rough Greens, and it's meant to supplement the dry kibble dog food you're feeding your dog every day. Dry dog food does not have the living ingredients your dog needs for a healthy digestive system. Vitamins, probiotics, enzymes, and antioxidants, just to name a few, those all come with Rough Greens. You sprinkle a little on your dog's food, you'll see just how your dog loves it. The ingredients that are in it really help with your dog's overall health, digestion, energy, you name it. What you get is a happier and healthier dog. Jason in Kansas is saying that with his dog. He now tells us that his dog pushes the bowl as quickly as possible so that the mixed uh, the, the Rough Greens can be mixed in quickly. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. They've got a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash EIB. They're going to give you the first bag free. All you pay is shipping. That's roughgreens.com slash EIB. Roughgreens.com slash EIB. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. His defense should have actually said, pled insanity, and I would have bought it. Like, when you listen to the story and you yeah, really follow every exactly. element of this, like, Jesse Smollett is not a sane person. And what people are forgetting is that he's asking you to believe, you know, there's this thing called Occam's razor, right? Usually the simplest explanation is the best explanation. He is asking you to believe just an incredible set of circumstances took place here. I mean, you have to be an absolute fool to believe anything else than what is plainly in front of us. Jesse Smollett lied. It is actually the greatest racial hoax that has taken place at least yeah. in the last three decades welcome back to clay and buck show that's candace owens uh lighting it up last night on fox about the jussie smollett trial and i still i still feel like there this is a a great disservice both to uh justice and to transparency i I would even add to that a great disservice to comedy yes we do not have access to what is being said We're, we're getting reporting of it but we don't have the audio we don't have the video from within the courtroom of Jesse Smollett, just so everyone is clear on this, he is now claiming that there was, in fact, 
at this stage, he is still saying there was a hate crime attack against him and that the two Nigerian brothers committed this hate crime attack, I guess. Is that, is that where uh, that's I the think part he's of also now arguing that there was a third person in addition to the two of them and that this mystery <laughs> third person might have been a white guy. And I, I mean, it, it is it is spiraled into a series of unbelievable lies. Uh, but he's still claiming, yes, that he was the yeah, victim he, of a hate crime. He's saying there was a hate crime attack. He's also claiming that one of the um, you know Nigerian brothers uh, and him had some kind of a, a relationship, sex, sexual relationship at a bathhouse. The Nigerian brother, I believe, claims there was no sexual relationship, but there was. Uh, a smoking of a, of a blunt or a, a marijuana cigarette for those out there. <laughs> and, you know, like the whole thing is absurd beyond words. And, and the reason that it's so interesting is that what you see are there are still people. This whole this whole, um, you know, r- movement around diversity and inclusion and the race obsession of the mainstream and the Democrat corporate media is like a religious belief. Because you have people that won't even, you know, they won't come out and say, yeah, he very, he did it. This is a joke. This is absurd. They're still doing the whole, oh, we got to hear, we got to hear what Jesse Smollett, you know, they're doing this neutral reporting thing. This is beyond farce. Like if you were writing this to be in a, an episode of a TV series, they'd say, well, this is too stupid. They've got video of the guy and the guy's still claiming that he didn't do it. And it's absurd, but it also goes to show you Jussie Smollett has gotten away with lying and with playing this game and playing this card for a very long time. Well, and not only that, there are a lot of famous people who have been in his corner. And one of the things that he testified to was that Don Lemon at CNN, who, by the way, credibly accused of sexual assault, Don Lemon, who has maintained his job, at least so far, at CNN was texting Jesse Smollett to let him know that he was hearing the Chicago cops didn't believe his story. So for CNN, I think this is an intriguing angle to this story as well. You just had to fire Chris Cuomo. Is it not another awful look for a major CNN uh, focal point of their coverage, a man with a primetime show and Don Lemon? to be texting with Jesse Smollett, who is a defendant in a case that Don Lemon is covering, to let him know what he's hearing about the police in this case? Here's the the problem. The reason CNN is embarrassed is not that they have unethical anchors who do bad things and, and lie and all that. It's because they still cling to this facade, right? It's not believable. The same way that Jesse Smollett claims, he still clings to the notion that he was the victim of a hate crime, which is just not credible. CNN, to any person that has a functioning brain, CNN still claims that it is a, an objective news entity. It is, it is journalism at CNN. And what you see is all of their hosts are effectively Democrat activists who are trying to stack the deck, who are playing games behind closed doors and texting people and using their influence and using their leverage to bring about not only a certain perception in their audience, their propagandists, but also outcomes politically. That's why they're activists. And they lie about it. 
You know, Clay, when we have somebody on this show, I, you know, I'll say, oh, you know, we just have, uh, we're having, we're having on Pete Hegseth, right, or someone like that. I'll say, Pete Hegseth, he's a friend of mine. Like, Pete's a friend. We've known each other now for a decade. I know we have a lot of people on that are friends of yours. Pete's one of them. Are friends of yours, too. I want to tell the audience that because we're honest with people about where we're coming from. Don Lemon is covering Jussie Smollett night after night as though he's an objective news anchor, and he's basically texting him about, oh, man, the, uh, the police don't believe you. You better watch out. Which goes to the very essence of whether these guys can be trusted and is further of a black eye for the journalism of CNN. I don't know who's going to be left by the time all these stories continue to rear their ugly heads surrounding everyone at CNN. It sounds like Chris Cuomo is maybe going to try to take Jeff Zucker down with him. Do you see some of those quotes? Chris Cuomo, by the way, has lost his satellite radio show now. Sirius XM has pulled that show from him, too. So he has no media outlets right now. He's going to sue CNN, arguing that he's owed the remainder of his contract. And now he's saying, hey, Jeff Zucker knew everything. And so now Jeff Zucker might end up under the uh, under the investigation before all is said and done, too. This is a pretty monstrous mess for CNN going forward, and it's an ugly look for everyone who defended Jesse Smollett in any way. We're going to be joined, by the way, coming back on the flip side here, top of hour two, Alex Berenson, our friend, speaking of friends, who has continued to cover all of the data surrounding COVID. What is the latest? Does the Prince of Darkness have a glimmer of hope for us, Buck? What do you think? Is there going to be anything positive that Alex Berenson has to say? Um, in the long run, nothing lasts forever. <laughs> That's the Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Positive. Alex Verdson next.